Welcome to the Knowles Development Podcast, an exploration in leadership development. I'm your host, Brad Knowles. Now let's dive in. Welcome to the Knowles Development Podcast. Great to have you back. Love to talk to you today about standards. So let's dive into standards. Um, I think they show up in all sorts of businesses. They show up in all sorts of areas of businesses. And I would argue there's also a massive void of standards that are communicated in business as well. So let's unpack all of that a little bit and see what we can do about improving the standards for your business and the people that you're in business with. So first off, why have a standard? Well, I think that out of the gate for most roles, without having some sort of minimum standard, the person in the role isn't, doesn't really know what they're striving for. They don't have a bullseye as a target of like, well, I at least got to do that. So as they track throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year, without having a target for something like that, they're not going to know if they're improving. You know, one of the metaphors I like to use in some of our classes has to do with, um, let's say you wanted to get better at archery. And so you go out into the middle of a nice field and you've got your quiver of arrows and you've got your bow and then you start just setting off and singing up into the air a bunch of arrows. Cool, having fun, great. How do you know if you're getting any better? You've got to put a target out in the field. That's how you know you get better. Without the target, you're just goofing off. But with a target out in the field, now I know, shoot, I missed that thing off to the left. I missed it off the right. I went too far. I was too short. I can start making adjustments to get better and better and better towards the target that I'm, that I'm shooting for. And when it comes to standards, that's effectively the target that we're giving, right? We got to nail this before we can do anything else. So a standard often shows up, especially on the sales sides of production, right? Is it number of units? Is it volume? Is it an amount of volume per month? Is it X number of clients? You know, there's all sorts of ways to measure the standard piece. But here's what I want you as business owners to know. I don't care what you wrote in a contract with a person that you hired as a standard for your role. I don't care what you've said in meetings that are standards for the role. I don't care what beautiful, lovely charts you have on the wall that you're coloring in about standards for roles in your business. Your standard is one thing and one thing alone. What you're willing to tolerate. That's it. Now, what works great is if the standard you wrote in a contract and a standard that you have on the wall that you color in and the standard that you talk about in accountability sessions and team meetings and all that stuff and what you tolerate are the same. But so often what we end up seeing is we communicate a certain standard and then we tolerate a lesser standard. Well, whatever standard is that we've been communicating is now totally disregarded. It, it means nothing because whether somebody's hitting that standard or not, there are other people in the organization who clearly aren't 
And so it's been now communicated by a lack of action that that's the actual standard. Whatever the minimum person is doing on the team, that's the standard we're willing to be in business with. So I've I've been involved with many companies where they would communicate a certain standard. And the standards were very high. They were very high. And they they were ideals to strive for and to achieve. Nothing wrong with that unless you continue to stay in business with hundreds, if not thousands of people who don't live up to those standards. Then it's not a standard. It just isn't. You know, and I've heard some recent conversations about the difference between a standard and, say, a minimum standard. So let's talk about that a little bit. You know, I I have a background where one of the jobs that I had was in, you know, large-scale industrial manufacturing. And we had minimum standards for production. There's a lot of products that you buy off the shelf that have minimum standards for production. You know, for it to be considered dark chocolate, it has to have a certain amount of chocolate in it. For it to be considered um, buttercream, you know, it has to have a certain amount of fat content in it. Those are minimum standards for it to be labeled that thing. If you're going to be, you know, if you're going to be a salesperson on the team that I run, you have to hit a minimum standard in terms of the number of transactions per year or you don't get to stay on the team. The standard that we set and the standard that we live are the same. Now, what I get really excited about as somebody who runs a couple of businesses is this. When you set your minimum standard and you never talk about it anymore because the minimum is not what we're striving for. We're striving for better than that. The minimum is we're going to stay in business together. It's going to work technically, and yes, you're going to make some money, and we're going to make some money, and we'll all be okay. But who the hell signed up for okay? I don't think if you've got talented people on your team, they're not swinging for minimum. They want to go for more than that, right? So when we bring somebody into our organization, we set a minimum standard as a floor. You drop below that floor, we're not going to be working together anymore. And here's the thing. doesn't mean I don't love you. doesn't mean I don't care about you. It just means we can't be in business together because we're not meeting the minimum standard. Minimum standards, I think, are real. I think they apply. I think they apply to almost every business. But it doesn't have to be the goal. And more importantly, as we communicate standards for an organization, we have to make sure that the standards that we're communicating and that we're actually living out are the same. Does that make sense? We cannot tolerate being in business with people who are below what we profess the minimum standard to be. Otherwise, we're just lying to ourselves. Take whatever piece of paper you put the minimum standard on and chuck it because it actually doesn't have anything to do with what we're living. So I want to challenge you right now. What are the standards that you have communicated to the people in your business? Where are you meeting them? Where are they meeting them? And where are we falling short? Because I'd be willing to bet the reality is you're actually okay with a lesser standard. Okay. If you have a minimum production, let's say, let's, let's talk real estate for a second. Let's say the minimum production for a team member is two transactions a month, 24 deals a year. 
But you've got somebody on your team that's doing six. You gotta ask yourself, are you really okay with somebody on the team doing six deals a year? Clearly you are if you continue to be in business with them. Are they okay with it? Because that's what they're doing now. If that is the case, then let's just be honest and say, hey, our minimum standard is six. Here's the challenge with that. Here's the real rub when it comes to having very low minimum standards. It only drives away talent. Mediocre producers are okay with low minimum standards. In fact, they often gravitate towards it. Talent wants to be pushed. Talent wants to be challenged. Talent wants to produce at a higher level this year than they did the year before. So if we continue to lower our standards by our deeds and actions, not by what some form says, we've communicated to talent that that's what we're willing to be in business with. We're okay with that. And we hope you're okay with that too. The long-term trajectory for that for most organizations is the following. The talent shows up. For whatever reason, we were able to attract them. They perform at a decent level, above average level, high level. But they see what's happening with the people around them who are tolerated at a much lower level of production below what the communicated standard is. And then they either do one of two things. Leave, which is actually the better of the two, or they capitulate and become less talented over time, less driven over time. They become and grow into the conversation and the soup that they're in. If you're going to take the time to attract a talented person to your organization, why would you do that to them? You're better off not hiring them in the first place. Figure out what your standards are. Here's the thing that tests it for me. Would I be okay with even one less? Everybody on the team has to make X, X number of phone calls per day. Okay, great. So whatever that standard is, it's 20, it's 100, I don't care, whatever your number is. Lovely. So if it's 100 and someone does 97, are you going to fire them? If the answer is no, then the standard isn't 100. It's 97, or it's 95, or it's 96, or it's ever, whatever they did because their dog died that day. You've got to decide what the minimum standard is. And here's the last tip I'm going to give you before we let you go. I would highly recommend that you decide what those standards are before you ever have a face attached to the role. See, here's the thing. Most of us, as hard-nosed businessy as we like to think we are, when we hire somebody, we start falling in love with them. And if we don't have our standards already figured out, as soon as I apply their puppy dog face to it, I start softening my standards. I see it time after time after time. You're going to be much more stringent on what you consider the standards for a role if there isn't a face attached to it yet. So my director of sales, this is what I expect for that person. 
Great. Figure it out. Would I even accept except one less, you know, per month, per year, per quarter, whatever it is, in each category that we're going to set standards around? Great. So that's it. We're committed to it. Boom. Now add a face to it. Now set expectations to it and hold that person to that expectation. And you want to attract somebody who's looking at that as a minimum standard as well. And they're saying, hey, I'm not going to go for that. I'm going for bigger than that. Well, that's what we want from talent. So set the standards before you hire, if possible. Some of you are like, yeah, but Brad, I've already got 15 people on my team. What do I do now? Ah! I get it. Talk to your coach. Figure out how to get it set up now. Sometimes you almost just have to pretend, right? Buyer agent number one, loan officer number one, right? Property manager number one. Whatever the role is in your organization, try to remove the face. Try to remove the name. Apply a blank to that. Apply the standard to it. Get buy-in on that standard. And let's get going. Let's have today be the first new day around standards. Don't have it be a communicate one thing and live out another. Have those be the same that brings integrity to your organization. And that's where we really begin to thrive. I hope you strive for higher standards for you and for your organization. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.